Hey, when does the show start? Hey, wait a minute. <gasps> First, let's hear from our sponsors. Oh, okay. In just a minute. Do you have a situation, a legal situation, where you need an attorney that specializes in criminal law? Well, Aurora Law Firm does just that. Manny Aurora is on the BS podcast twice a month. You hear him talking about different types of cases, and you might be able to relate. Well, if so, that's you, and you need an attorney that specializes in criminal law. Go with the best in the business. Located in Atlanta, Georgia, but practices nationwide has handled litigation in 19 different states and has represented many clients, including professional athletes, law enforcement agents, lawyers, politicians, so on and so forth. As former prosecutors, Aurora Law Firm understands the other side of the case. Get a hold of Manny Aurora today. TheAuroraLawFirm.com. TheAuroraLawFirm.com. And if you ever have a question for Manny Aurora while he is on the BS podcast, you can call our hotline and leave it there, 404-369-3825, or you can post it on our social media or go to podcastthebs.com and email it to us directly. It's a crazy housing market out there, right? But before you get in the house, you have to know if you can afford the house. You need a mortgage broker, right? Dave Flashner with Stockton Mortgage. He is literally the best in the business. There are so many key things that Dave Flashner does that other mortgage brokers don't do that I can attest to firsthand. First and foremost, he's no bullshit. Second, he picks up the phone when you call. That's like way important when you're making one of the biggest investments or transactions in your life. Give him a call. 561-951-0984. 561-951-0984. Or Stockton.com slash Dave Flashner. It's great to hear how many people have reached out to Dr. David Markwell at Ridgeline Counseling uh, over the past couple months because of the podcast, markwelltherapy.com. Look, everybody needs a friend, right? Everybody needs somebody to talk to, and there are people, uh, maybe you, that don't have somebody. Maybe you just don't trust anybody. Well, Ridgeline Counseling, Dr. David Markwell, his 10 therapists that he has in Georgia, East Cobb, Marietta, near the square in McKaysville, are there to help you. Outside of Georgia, not a problem. Uh, virtually, they can help markwelltherapy.com. They work with kids, adolescents, adults. They offer Spanish-speaking counseling services, whether it's depression, anxiety, relationship issues, parenting issues, trauma, substance use issues, et cetera, et cetera. Markwelltherapy.com is there for you. Give Dr. David Markwell a buzz or visit online for Ridgeline Counseling and get that help you might need. Markwelltherapy.com. People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now, there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. This would be episode 61. Wow. 61 of the OG Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. Thanks for being here, my name is Jason Bailey in the Golden Scissor Studio, beautiful Roswell, Georgia. Golden Scissor Studio, sponsored by Stockton Mortgage. Big thanks to Dave the Flash Flashner, 561-951-0984. You can go to stockton.com slash Dave dash Flashner. Don't pretend like you know everything there is about mortgages. You don't. You're just lying to yourself. Go to Dave. He's a trustworthy dude. I've used him numerous times. He'll pick up the phone. He's very, very reliable. I dig that about Dave the Flash Flashner. There's Nate in Mexico getting ready, Nate, for Friday's big podcast and pours where he'll actually be back 
in the good United, good old United States of America. It's going to feel good, isn't it? It is. I'm yeah. excited. Get all your How's freedoms the weather back. there. Um, it's like it's like chilly in the morning and then kind of chilly, not too hot in the afternoon. I think Friday night it should be pretty nice, like mid 60s. So it's not going to be bad. Be a little chill. Okay. Sweatshirt, jeans, weather. You know. So so leave my tank tops and flip flops. Yeah, I, actually, I don't even. Do you even own a sweatshirt anymore? No. Yeah. You want to borrow one? <laughs> yeah, I'll go one at the airport. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, get one at the airport because I I heart Atlanta. I heart ATL. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna get the one in the Cancun airport that says uh, "Welcome to the fun side of the wall." <laughs> yeah, yeah, get that one. Uh, there's Brandon in his bunker studio. Everybody still wants to know what the hell that sign is in the back. They think that it's in Russian or Ukrainian or whatever Indian. It is, but in uh, noon and my, uh, my workout schedule from back in the day. Can you read it? Oh, yeah. yeah. It says abs. Wow. Yeah, lots of abs on there. It's got it says, mo, did, tu, we, thir, fra, se, so. Did you ever use it? Because obviously not. Oh, no, yeah. Back in the day, dude, I was a huge workout guy. Really? That's why I got abs on every single day. Mm-hmm. I liked abs. And yeah. then I just started drinking beer. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, was it Mo Lats? Mo Lats, Mo Problems? Yeah, Mo Lats, <laughs> Mo, Mo Lats, more Mo, Mo, Mo V. <laughs> Mo Lats, Mo V. <laughs> uh, why, not, why don't you work out anymore? You should work out all the time. You get addicted to it. You miss it. Uh, I'll try to get back into it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, it's the new camera angle today because my, my computer, the big one over here, is just, having some just, problems. Just, just like you don't believe anything I say, I don't believe anything you say. We're just gonna call it even. I, you, you're you're just that type of person that says you're gonna do things and you just don't do it, and then you'll always have an excuse not to do it. You're just not a motivated person. I used to work with a guy like you. You just you say a bunch of things and you just don't do it. You're not gonna get back in the gym, even though you have a gym in the wood shop, right, or the fruit stand, or whatever it is in the back of your house. What is yeah, it? The shop down there. The yeah, shop. There's one in there. <laughs> the shop. Yeah. yeah. He's back in the gym. He's he's there. That's right. right. Where you're broadcasting from? Oh, you didn't say I had to work out in the gym. You just said I need to get back in the gym. Uh, So, yeah, this Friday, uh, as we're in the final stretch here for podcasting pours at Pontoon Brewing, it's our first big event. Uh, Really want you to come out. Please come out. It's going to start at 6 o'clock, give or take. We're going to do a, a podcast, a special podcast out there from like 6 to 7. We'll have live music from Eric Hogan. Uh, we'll have, uh, Nate, you know, like I said, we'll be here. His beer, Adios Beaches, while supplies last. I don't know. Have you talked to Sean about how, how, how much of the beer that you have? Cause a lot of people are asking, asking for it. No, I haven't heard yet. Uh, I messaged him last night, but I haven't heard back yet. Oh, okay. So you can buy that. I think they come in four packs. Uh, mm-hmm. Eric Hogan performing live, you know, his, uh, new band, the reckless, the Brian Adams tribute band, uh, I think their first gig is the 9th of April at Mad Life here in Atlanta. So you can go see them. But we had Eric Hogan, you know, and he's an extremely talented artist, great guy, extremely creative. Um, So, you know, he does the Nirvana stuff. You can do Brian, you can do whatever. We'll have a special BS beer on tap. You'll witness the first beer with my son, Caleb, which I don't know if he knows he's having a beer yet. And I don't think it's been discussed. He knows he's coming. But I don't think he knows he's having a beer yet. Why so. would he not think he's not having a beer? 21st birthday. What else do you do? He, he's I, going to a brewery. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, a lot of my daughter's coming to the brewery too with a lot of her friends, and they're 16. So I don't think they they're sneak it in. Yeah. But if you're 21, that's what you're looking forward to. I mean, he's going to a strip club at some point. I'm sure he's going to assume he's getting a lap dance or uh, at least see some boobies. I, I don't know, guys. I don't. I I don't know if. I don't know if like beer is on his mind turning 21. It's it's I know for us it's hard to fathom that, but I don't know for him if that's his gimmick. I don't know if beer is his thing. I'm sure well he's already been to college, so I'm sure he's maybe it isn't his thing like you you know you were saying you, you drank before you turned 21, so um you were used to it. So it wasn't really that special. Well, he he hasn't been drinking before. Uh, he might have had some drinking. He went to community college. I'm sure he's had a beer. I went to the same college. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say the opposite. Community <laughs> college is not one of the top party schools in the nation. <laughs> oh, I think they party more because, um, you know, they're, they're a work in progress, usually, if you're going to a community college. And, mm. you know, I, I went to it, too. And, hey, hey you're, you might be a little party animal if you're going there. Yeah, but here's the big difference between you and my son. You're a little bit more outgoing and social than he is. So you, you'd be able to find the parties. I don't know necessarily if Caleb would have been able to find the parties. I don't know. But I could be wrong. Either way, I'm going to force him to have the beer. Yeah. Uh, We'll have all kinds of good stuff to give to you. My wife, uh, Rachel Guy, the realtor, uh, cool house giveaways like uh, Nest thermostats and wise cameras and all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, Sample Electric, he just had knee surgery, but he's still going to make it out on Friday so we can buy a bunch of pontoon gift cards to give out to you. Uh, we have BS merchandise, thanks to Create Graphics. We're going to look fantastic. I went over to Create Graphics early this week and got uh, our tent, our stand-ups. I mean, like, we're going to look good. We're going to, I mean, we're going to look really good. Uh, free consultations and discounts will be given away from New Bertie's Men's Wellness League. So, uh, we'll have plenty of stuff to give to you. I think uh, Logan with Big Steve Boating, he texted me the other day. He's like, should I bring some shirts or something? It's like, I hear all these giveaways and i don't have anything to give away i was like well they're, they're kind of sponsoring the event i didn't ask you to sponsor the event not that i don't like you because i like you a lot i just you do so much for the podcast already i didn't want to bother you he's like oh man no i, I need to bring some shirts he's like i don't want to step on any toes I'm like you're gonna be fine we're gonna have a roll of raffle tickets and brandon's gonna be on a microphone he's gonna be reading off numbers throughout the entire evening so that's gonna be you get something you get something you know so Anyway, um, but it's going to be fun, and uh, it'll be good to have Nate back in town in his uh, airport bought hoodie. That's yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> you excited, right? It's going to be fun. It's going to be for a lot. I of am. I am. I am. I was, you know, been looking for. I've been to Pontoon for. I guess I've been out of here over six months. Um, so yeah, I'm looking uh, looking forward to getting some beers and uh, seeing everybody. It's been a while. Yeah, it's going to be good. Um, all right, so uh, my black cloud for this week really is plain and simple with explanation, of course, but either I get the most unique Uber driver or I get the weirdest fucking one ever. And in this case, I got the weirdest fucking one. I mean, like, I've taken a good amount of Uber trips. I know there are people that Uber all the time. I'm not that guy, but I've taken in my since Uber's existed and Lyft's existed, I've had a good number of runs where I can have a sample size. And every single ride I have, it's never in the middle. It's always one side of the spectrum or the other. It's like they're the most interesting guy, like the guy that we had on the podcast, Jay Kane, who's uh, an upcoming artist. 
and he gives away money on social media. He's just the friendliest, nicest guy in the world. Came from nothing and has built something. Um, that's the one side of the spectrum. Then the other side of the spectrum is like a, what I had the other night. So we had to go to an event for my wife. She is one of the top, let me get the word, word, wording right. She's one of the top producers in real estate for her company. Okay. Okay. She, she, they do it in all these different categories. And I, and I forget which category she's in the top at. You know, like it's money and units and all kinds of stuff. But they have like a million different categories. Not that everybody gets a prize, but, you know, if you're the top, top, she's like top five. I think she's Is it like, like leading split level home seller or something like that. <laughs> yeah. They kind of, <laughs> they kind of break it down like that. We, we walked in. So the, the event was at the Marriott and, and downtown Atlanta. And so we get there and I, we got there a little bit late. We thought that we were going to be like perfect on time. And it started out outside of the big conference room where, where they had, you know, tables and live music and stuff like that. And they had these two women up on stage, and they were just spit-firing awards. They are like, we need to have Joanne Schlogenberger up on the stage. Congratulations, you've got the Phoenix Award. You've been doing this for 93 years. Congratulations <laughs> to Janice Schlogenberger. <laughs> it's like, I, couldn't, I could barely hear them, but everybody that got an award must have been listening intently because they went up there. It was like they didn't miss a beat. This thing was so tight and well put together. It was amazing. And then when she was done, the lady on the other uh, podium was like, all right, we need Hank Schnoxenson. Schnoxenson. Hank Schnoxenson. You are getting the... It was a bunch of Phoenix Awards, which means you've been doing this your entire life. You've been selling houses for 148 years, Hank. Congratulations. You know, Hank kind of wobbles up there. He like, uh, can barely hold the award up and people help him down. You know, <laughs> so they're giving away these awards. And then... uh you know, but what, what we took an Uber there, and there, our guy that that took us there, he didn't speak to us at all. Not one word. Have you ever had an Uber driver that doesn't say a word, like, from beginning to end? They don't say hello. They don't say how are you. They don't say, and they don't even put the radio on. They don't ask you what you want to listen to. They just sit there in silence. And he was driving a BMW SUV. Dang. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, me... They usually say hello, at least maybe, but um, but yeah, typically they don't talk to you unless you talk to them. Didn't say a word. Got in. Hey, how you doing, sir? Nice to see you. How's everything going? D- didn't reply. Didn't was say a deaf? word. Huh? Is he deaf? Because that happened to me one time. Yeah, if he's being a dick. No, if they're deaf, the the app will tell you. Nate and I had one in Denver. Really hot Uber driver said that she yeah. was. How did it? How did they? How did they put it on the app? Said that she was hearing inclined or something. Yeah. Yeah, hearing disabled or something. And we had to talk to her via notes in her phone. Yeah. But how hot was she? She was really pretty. Yeah. She was really like yeah, she was. Prettiest deaf girl ever. <laughs> uh, so that guy, you know, we got there. It was, you know, whatever. He didn't talk to us. So we get in. We're enjoying the event. And this was cool, too. I ran into fans of the podcast. I'm running into more people that are fans of this podcast than I think in the past seven years that I ran into people, at least that would talk to me in public, that were fans of the radio show. This is fantastic. This is great. I met some really, really nice people. 
And, you know, they recognized me from the radio show because they started there and then they came over from the podcast. So that was cool. You know, I mean, you know, I'm like, oh, my wife's not the only person that's big deal around here tonight. She might be getting some awards, but I got people that listen to the podcast. I wish I would have brought some stickers with me or some T-shirts. I could have I handed them out. You know, so we do that. It was nice. It was one of those black tie affairs, you know, ritzy, ritzy titsy type of deal. We got dressed up. Yeah, I saw you guys. You look nice. Thank you. Put on a tuxedo and... It was the first time since the, this was another weird thing. It was really that I can think of the first time since the beginning of the pandemic that one, we got dressed up, like really dressed up. And two, that people were touching, like they weren't hesitating. They would just hug and they'd shake hands and it was like nothing ever happened in the past two years, which is great, which is very cool, you know, but it's just weird that we're able to, um, as human beings snap back into reality as Eminem would say, you know, yeah, we, we we (laughs) like, it was just like nothing ever happened. Not don't get this twisted. Not that I want people to walk around masks. Oh, that's the other thing. Let me bring that up. Do you see the comments about the masks? No, yeah. I did not. On your Facebook post or Instagram post? <sighs> yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about this, nor should I have to or care, you know. So we take a picture when we get in the back of the Uber on our way there um, just because we're documenting it. But right. the, the rule is when you get in an Uber, you have to wear uh, a mask. That's like yeah. when you same like with the You po- can't ride if you don't. Right. It, like when you sign up on the Uber, it says, you know, you agree that you're wearing a mask. I don't care. That's fine. It doesn't bother me. Uh, it actually is, is more helpful to me because I'll always dip in the Uber and I feel uncomfortable dipping in other people's cars because sometimes they'll say something to me, but now they don't know because I got a mask on and I just kind of hide it. So I kind of like it. So anyway, we, we post a picture of us. You know, we look very nice. The only catch is we got a mask on. Didn't think twice about it, to be honest with you. And peop, some people's replies on social, you're still doing the mask thing, huh? See, Bailey, <laughs> you got, still got that mask, still scared of the COVID, I bet you. Still part of that pandemic, I bet you, huh? I'm like, shut the fuck up. Jesus. God damn, man. Dude, we're in a, what, do you, I don't, my hands are doing nothing. What do you think, what do you think we're doing? Like, we're in the back of a car. Do you think I just put in a mask on in the back of a car? Like, you, are you that stupid that you couldn't have put those together to realize that I'm going to an event in an Uber? Like, I mean, you really got to be an idiot not to put that together, in my opinion. Yeah. And why does anybody fucking care? It affects them not at all. Like, I mean, I'm not complaining that they're missing a tooth. When are you going to get that fixed? But, you know. <laughs> when are you going to pay child support, you fucking bed, deadbeat, low-life motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, why do you even care? And who posts that publicly? Like, why would you do that? Because you should never post something that you're not 100% sure of, right? If there's a, there's a caveat, there's a variable to what you're posting about, and you're all in on your post without ha- having any background information or understanding, you shouldn't post it because you look dumb, dumb. You, you just really look dumb. You got to be careful that when you're posting something on someone else's site for all to see, and this is all on, on my fan page. So I've got more people there that are going to reply and probably go after you, but it started getting on my nerves after a while, even on Instagram. So I had to reply back and you know, I was like, and I started replying back. I was like, no, I just went with our outfits. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let's hear from our sponsors. 
Watkins Law Firm, trial and litigation attorneys. So if it's personal injury, wrongful death, contracts and transactions, landlord and tenant disputes, or just general civil litigation, Watkins Law Firm dot LLC is where you need to go. Get a hold of Tyler Watkins, Watkins Law Firm dot LLC. And here's Tyler's tip of the day. When it's time to buy your car insurance, make sure you buy added on and not reduced uninsured motorist to coverage. Trust me, you'll thank me later. Added on coverage means that when the at-fault party's insurance is not enough to cover your injuries, your insurance adds on to their policy. If you use reduced, guess what? You're probably going to be out of luck. Get a hold of Tyler Watkins, WatkinsLawFirm.LLC, serving all of Georgia. Next time, talk to Tyler. I really strongly suggest you reach out to Nuberty's Men's Wellness League in Sandy Springs. It's a board-certified medical facility for men and men only. You can schedule your appointment or just schedule a call with a nurse practitioner over there. It's a big schedule button right there on the homepage, menswellnessleague.com. Longevity, that's what it's all about, whether you do testosterone maintenance or medical weight loss or you're having some sexual health issues, pain and joint management. They do it all at Nuberty's Men's Wellness League in Sandy Springs. So $99, the wellness combine, that's going to start your journey. That's $200 off the regular price. This is a limited time offer. Mention that you're a two percenter and you listen to the Bailey Show podcast, you're getting an extra 10% off right there. Again, menswellnessleague.com. Schedule your call today, please. With these beautiful days, you're thinking about sitting outside on your deck, but your deck sucks. Well, I got a guy that's going to make it the best that it's ever been. Your dreams come true. That's David Hawks, owner of Rockland Contracting, veteran-owned, established in 2009, specializes in deck design and build. This amazing 3D software will tell you exactly, show you exactly what your deck's going to look like. Also specializes in basement remodel, new HVAC installation, uh, interior and exterior painting, and so much more. Bringing your vision to life. RocklandContractingLLC.com is the website. 678-879-3867. Branding your business is half the battle. And if you're struggling, reach out to Create Graphics today and have them help with your brand. They're a full-service graphics company and specializes in graphic design, wide format printing, and graphic installation. They have a creative approach to take your brand to the next level. That's where we all want to be, us included. With superior quality products, along with excellent customer service, I've been dealing with Create Graphics for years. Ryan Bennett, the owner, is an amazing individual. Uh, and communication. Every project will get a one-on-one experience from start to finish. Vehicle wraps, corporate events, interior, exterior events, graphic design apparel, serving Metro Atlanta and shipping worldwide. CreateGraphics.net. That's CreateGraphics, G-R-A-P-H-I-X.net. We can call 770-369-9962. And back to you, Jason. <laughs> You know, and I'm sure they believed <laughs> yeah. it. You know, yeah, it's like it's it's not like you're at the fucking beach wearing it. You're wearing it in a place where that's their rules. Like, is it that big a deal? Jesus, like, who cares? Well, let's put it to the test, Brandon. When you saw me and my wife in masks, dressed up to go out, in my post at where we were going, what did you think that we were just wanting to wear masks? No, I figured either the the Marriott or wherever y'all were going had a had a rule. That you had to wear a mask, like as soon as you walked in, then you could take them off when you sit down. Okay, so but there was there was a thought process behind it, like, oh, they didn't get dressed up and go, oh, I'm sure his wife picked out that dress because it matched her mask. <laughs> no, uh-uh. okay, yeah. I mean, it did kind of look like an older picture. It did kind of give me some flashbacks of 
back to the pandemic, but oh, I, I don't disagree with you on that at all. No, I mean, I, I haven't worn a mask in a store in God knows how long, but and I actually forgot that you had to wear one in the Uber. I had to go back. The guy actually, no, that's the one. No, the, he didn't say anything. He just pointed to the mask when I got to the car. This is the guy taking us there. So I had to go back into my truck and get my mask. I forgot all about it, to be honest with you. So that was annoying. But anyway, so we go to the party. The party's nice. The food's great. Uh, it was very well put together. I got to meet a lot of people my wife works with. Very nice people in the real estate business. It was an interesting observation on how clicky, everything's clicky. You know, anywhere you work, it's going to be clicky. But just to observe the clickiness was fun. You know, you would see the, uh, the, a lot of gays in real estate. Right, a lot of really good-looking young guys, gay guys that are, are very fashionable, very trendy. You know, they're wearing the tight dress pants that uh, are like they, they don't go all the way down, and you don't wear socks, and you wear like sandals with it, you know that kind of look. Thing. Like I yeah. never in a million years pull that off, you know. But they can pull it off. Um, so and then they have their group, and you could you just tell. And then you have the douchey group, you know, the douchebag group. And those are the guys that were just hawking every, every chick there. They were just, you could just look at them. And they were, huh, my name is Chess, And I sold $5 million worth of homes last year. <laughs> yeah, oh, you, oh that's, a nice, that's a nice company you work for. But I tell you what, we should hang out and talk some real estate sometime. Maybe my bedroom where you can touch my dick. You know, like those kind of guys, you know. Yeah. Underneath this really expensive suit, i.e. I bought it at Structure, or what is it called now, Express. But at Express... Is one of my favorite affliction shirts. It's uh, extra foil on the shoulders, extra extra bird, extra hawks on the shoulders with some bedazzled studs. Those guys, you you know, and again, you can I stereotype. Sue me. You can just tell who they are when they're hanging out. And then you've got the uh, the OGs, the old school people that are like in their sixties and seventies and eighties even. And they kind of know each other because they've been in the business together for so long. And they're cute. They got a cute little bunch. And then there's always the older guy or one of the older guys that acts like he's in his 20s wearing the shiny shirt, you know, or the shiny jacket. And he's just very flamboyant and everybody likes him and he knows everyone by name and people want to take pictures with him. He's my favorite. Like, he's the guy. That's guy. And usually that guy's gay. He's like the older gay guy. Like, the gay... There's nothing better than a flamboyant, heavy-set gay guy in his 70s or 80s. Those are my favorite people. Like, my favorite, favorite people. They're so likable. They don't give a fuck about anything in the world. They just want to have a good time. <laughs> That's all they want to do. They're my favorite. <laughs> they got nothing on their minds. It's great. I like those people. Mm. So uh, he's seen some shit. Yeah, he's seen some shit, right? He's had to go through some shit. I mean, he's old school, you <laughs> yeah. know. It, was, it wasn't probably easy for that for the, those types of people. So we get through the um, we get to the event. We ended up leaving fairly early, and I didn't know why we left early. My Rach kept saying like we we did there wasn't like a sit down full full course meal. It was kind of picky kind of stuff, you know. And we ate a little bit, and we had a couple drinks, and. And she's wearing this beautiful gown, but it's, I, I think it was a little too much. I, I don't think that she understood where we were going. 
Like, is this the? Uh, yeah, I thought you were going to the Oscars. To? Yeah. Is this the event y'all go to like every year to get your Facebook profile picture? Yeah, um, it is. <laughs> yeah, and y'all make it the same picture and no one knows who it is. Actually, yeah, the, the I think my Facebook or my personal page is of this event a couple years ago. You are correct. Yeah. Well, and he's right. You would you guys would both put the same photo, and then it's hard to tell the difference because usually you just look at the icon really quick and we're like, wait, who who am I talking to? <laughs> that's funny. I never even thought about that. Yes, you're right, Brandon. I think I think that is because that's really the only time we dress up, right? Uh, you know, a couple of years ago, we go to award shows and stuff, but this is the second time Rach has done this. She's told me that the event is at a certain level when I don't think, I think we could have gotten away with, I, I didn't think I had to wear a tuxedo to this event and she definitely, and I own one, so it's fine. It's not like I went out and rented it, but, and she, she, she's wearing this flowy gown that like, it's got a train like on the bottom you know, so people are stepping on it. So I, I, I found a way to make that stop. And I picked up one side of the dress and I put it in my right pocket. And I just put my hand in my pocket and I walked next to her. So it wasn't dragging. But nobody else had flowy dresses on. People were dressed up, but it was like party casual. Party business casual. That yeah. Makes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Her dress looked like you, it was like at the Oscars, but like how a celebrity would have somebody they pay to like follow behind them and like make sure it's in order and stuff. Yeah. I mean, she, don't get me wrong. Long. She looks gorgeous. Oh yeah. It's a beautiful dress. I don't think we had to go that far. Same thing happened when we went to that award show that one year in Vegas, the country sh- award show. She, she, she goes out and buys this really expensive, big, beautiful gown. And I'm wearing, uh, uh, the tuxedo that actually I wore the other night. That's when I first I went out and bought it. I'm like, I got to buy, I got, I guess I got to wear a tuxedo. I, I don't know why we dress like this. And literally we're sitting next to Hootie who's wearing jeans and a, a leather jacket, you know, and uh, like every, nobody else was dressed like, uh, like who are these guys on the floor dressed like this? <laughs> you know, and then you, all you do is you go back to the hotel and change and put on clothes so you can go out. Right. So yeah. she, she wants to leave early, and I don't know why she wanted to leave early. She said, she goes, well, it's done. So I, I, I think there's more to it. I don't know if she was embarrassed that she wore this dress, and it was, it was a little bit too much. Maybe that was it, that she, she felt she was overdressed. She just said she wanted to leave. She was like, well, it's done. I'm like, I don't know about this. You, all you talk about is wanting to go out and get dressed up and have a good time. And now we're having a good time. We're dressed up. You know, we're in the big city. It's free. <laughs> you could ask for yeah. anything better. Open bar, you know. So, like, w- we've got a ride, you know, uh, which I'll get to your, back to here in a second. So, I, I just didn't understand why she wanted to leave so early. Any ideas? What did you guys have? Did you, was it a dinner? Did you have food there? It was like picky stuff. You know, there was like What's a dessert, that mean? like picker foods. Yeah, well, it was like you know, little plates, and you put a little pasta on there, and they had shrimp, and they had a dessert area, which unfortunately I sneezed on by accident. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, was, I, was ta- I was talking to this guy Zach, who's a fan of the podcast, and and he was he looked nice. He had like a pink and black tuxedo jacket on. He looked very nice. And we were talking, and I think it, he had some kind of cologne on that made me sneeze, and it came from nowhere. And we were standing right next to de- this dessert rack, and it wasn't like a cart. It was a rack. 
so it was tall. It was, you know, I'm 6'3", so it was about my height. And I just sneezed. And, again, forgetting about how people freak out with the pandemic. I, I mean, I put my, you know, arm over my mouth, but I sneezed. I, and the way I turned, I turned towards the red velvet cake plates. <laughs> and I, this woman comes over to go get one. And I was like, oh, God, sorry about that. And she walked away. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, what did I do? Why did I sneeze that way, you dummy? Oh, so stupid. So I don't know why she wanted to leave. I don't know. Anyway. Well, that's what I was asking about the food. Maybe she got like an upset stomach or something. She would tell me. She would have told me that though. She didn't give me a reason. No, I don't know. You guys aren't. You, you always say you don't like bathroom humor or uh, potty talk. So maybe she had the poops or something. Well, she wouldn't use that language, but we do have language when our stomachs are upset. We'll say our oh, bellies. Yeah, sorry, the bir- the birdie is in the the forest or whatever. No, you say. no, it's not the birdies <laughs> in the forest. It's our our bellies are upset. And I need to use the potty. That's what we say. <laughs> we don't use vulgar language like the word you just used. Birdies. Yes, birdies. We don't use birdies <laughs> in our house. <laughs> That's disgusting. How dare you? Gross. <laughs> so I don't know. Brandon, you got any ideas? Uh, maybe she had a boyfriend there. That's what I thought, too. I was, like, thinking maybe there's a guy. It's funny you say that. I was, like, maybe there's a guy that has a thing for her. Oh, didn't you say that there was some guy that was, like, liking all of her pictures or something? Was that guy there? He's not. He's not a, a an agent. He's a client. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, he's a. Ugh, that was a good guess, Brandon. That's a good thought. Yeah. Well, that that's kind of where my. Of course, that's what us guys do, right? That's the first mindset. But I, I, there's nothing weird happening that night. Um. So she she wasn't uncomfortable or awkward or or anything like that. I just think there was more to the story. But now, if I go and question her about it, plus since it's now been you know what few days she's oh you're being paranoid you know you're being parent you know i'm always paranoid jason's always paranoid so we leave you know we go out front i order an uber and the uber pulls up it's a black kia sorrento and there's a bunch of cars coming through back to my black cloud of always having one side or the other of the spectrum of uber drivers they're either extremely unique or they're the weirdest fucking people ever so there's a, a, a laundry list of cars. Like there's just there to the eye can see that are pulling up. I guess there's a couple events going on uh, in, the, in the, the valet. And so I pull out my phone uh, to, to do the light thing on your phone. You know, see the Kia because it says it was there, but I didn't see a Kia Sorento. So I'm doing the light thing and then I hear honking, honking, honking. And I look over and I see a Kia Sorento, but I had just seen two pull up beforehand. So I was like, okay, maybe it's just, I mean, a black Kia Sorento, not the oddest car in the world. Yeah. And there's two people in the car. There's a woman driving and a scary looking man sitting shotgun. Have you ever been picked up by an Uber with two people in the car's drivers? Uh, one time uh, the guy had his wife with him. Um, I had a lady and a kid. That's about it. Really? That's okay. Yeah. Kind of weird, though, right? You just don't expect it. Yeah, it's, I mean, it'd be super boring for the other person. But I guess it's kind of a good idea because hey, if you're just driving around all day and these people aren't talking to you, then you can talk to your spouse at least. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I, I don't think it's a bad idea. It's just I've never experienced it before, yeah, especially if it a, is weird with a woman and a kid. If she's trying to make some extra money. I mean, it, it's a, it costs an arm and a leg for childcare. So if your kid's cool with it, place an iPad in their lap, 
and take them along with you and just, you know, I wouldn't probably pick people up at night, but, you know, during the daytime, do trips like that and stuff. You know, the husband and wife, I kind of understand if you're doing, uh, you know, the woman's driving and it's nighttime and she wants to feel safe, she'll bring her husband with her. I get that. Uh, but I've just never experienced it before. So it was, it was odd. So I was like, God, is this our Uber? There's two people driving. It's two, it's two people. So we get in. I go, she goes, Jason? I said, yeah. She goes, all right. Come on in. I said, all right. And some Middle Eastern? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Come on in. They, I, I think they were extras in the Hills of Eyes. That's, They're I, the extra eyes. <laughs> I, uh, what was that? Uh, oh, that was scary. I don't oh, know. The hills have eyes. I know. That was perfect timing. See, the hills have eyes. I think I hit my volume thing with my foot. Sorry, guys. Um, so anyway, so I they, they look like the hills have eyes people. And the woman's driving. And let me kind of just, I mean, these are good old folks, right? They live, they live, they, they live out. They, they don't right live, above the eye. They they don't live close to the city. They, they don't. They live outskirts of George Harris area <laughs> way out there. You know they haven't seen much there lately. And this woman was heavy, shocker, dirty blonde, short, curly hair, and her face looked like at one time it was normal, and then somebody with really big strong hands pushed it together. And squished it. <laughs> and so everything was kind of squished on her face like this, you know? And she was wearing a blue and white tablecloth picnic-esque shirt, checkered. And I don't know about the pants because I didn't see it. So, okay. So she's like, and she's a talker. How you doing? The guy scared the shit out of me. He didn't say a word, and he looked like he looked like a pedophile. He looked like the guy they try to get in Law and Order SVU. He just, <laughs> but he was it, it, like very sling blade ish. Mm-hmm, you know, French fried potatoes and working down there, Johnny's outfit and mm-hmm, fixing lawnmowers. Mm-hmm. That's what he looked like, and he sounded like Sling Blade too. You've seen Sling Blade, right, Billy Bob Thornton? Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, you got no but, gas in it. Mm, got no gas in it. Mm, yeah, you need mustard. Mm, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's that's how he talked, and his face was squishy too. It was like, but he was like, it, it wasn't muscle, but it was it was country muscle. Scary. He was probably in his late fifties, maybe, and he smelled, but I don't know what he smelled of. It wasn't something good, but it was a stink. And he just sat in the the shotgun seat and didn't say a word. And his wife talked constantly. And I was afraid to talk. I didn't know what to say to him. And then I'm just watching this guy and I'm watching his hands because I'm just waiting. And I'm watching the GPS because it's like my big... One, I get anxiety when I get in Ubers because I hate driving with other people. I hate it, especially if I don't know you. Hate it, hate it, hate it. So I'm always watching the GPS because I have this paranoia of that they're going to take me someplace else and kill me, right? And so I'm like, well, let's make sure we're following the blue line on the GPS and we're not going astray. She took a, a, a weird right at one time. I'm like, oh, shit's on right now. What am I going to do? 
but she was actually right and I was wrong. She was going a different way. So I was like, okay, <laughs> you, you're right. But this guy didn't say a word. It was scary. So Rage started talking. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if this is a good idea. She's a good talker. She's a good people person. And she goes, oh, do you bring your hubby with you? And she's like, yeah, you know, you get some weirdos sometimes. And you just hear him go, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got about uh, probably about 30 minutes till we get home. And it wasn't until about 20 minutes into the trip, this dude says, starts talking. And says some, Rach asked the woman something, and she was wrong, like something about her family or dogs or something. You know, and the only thing he, you know, he's like, mm, no, I'm Jackie. Mm. <laughs> so he's, he was correcting her. And then she says, and this is where I really thought I was going to die. She says, and I've never had an Uber driver say this to me before or ask this question. Do you mind if we stop and get gas. Now, to me, that screams, we're going to a place where we can kill you. <laughs> because, you know, we don't know where we're going to gas. And so I, I'm hoping she's not going to stop off in the city and get gas because we know what happens when you try to get gas at nighttime in Atlanta, you get shot. So I suggest to her nicely, not telling her how to drive, I said, Are you on E? And she says, no, not on E yet. I just know I need to get gas. I said, well, if you don't mind, I'd like to make a suggestion. Sure, go ahead. I would wait till we get to Roswell, where I live, to get gas versus getting it in the city. And Rach then jumps in and says, yeah, it's a little bit more expensive in the city. And I said, yeah, and also you'll get shot. And then I hear in the uh, passenger seat, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> this, guy know, this guy knows that I know that he's going to kill us. So we get up to close to where our house is, and we pull off. You know the, the BP on the corner? Nate? Uh, on the corner. Oh, yeah, you're right on Roswell Road. and Across from the whatever. Bank of America and where the fitness yeah. place is and the Publix and that shopping center. Mm-hmm. Right before it is the shittier gas station, the Sitco. Yeah. They chose that one, of course. Of course. Why don't they go to the quick trip right there? Uh, or that one would be even better. than. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's the best choice. But that's on the other side of the road. So, you know, because we're coming this way. So they, yeah. they stop off and, and they get it. And Rach, Rach, Rach is just so oblivious to, like, the, I don't know, the bad world out there. Like, she just thinks everything's good. And she goes, well, now we're here. Since we're going to go get in the hot tub, do um, you want to go see if they have pineapple juice? <laughs> I go, Rachel, I'm wearing a tuxedo, and we're at Sitco, and I'm not quite sure about these people that are driving us around right now. You really want me to go get pineapple juice? <laughs> I go, do you know how that news story is going to read, right? They take you. I can't find you. The news talks to me and says, what were you doing? And I say, oh, my wife wanted me to go get pineapple juice, even though we both thought these people were fucking weirdos. And why did you go get pineapple juice? I don't know. She told me to do it. <laughs> what, what am I supposed to say? She goes, I'll be yeah. fine. I'll be fine. I said, okay. So I go in, in my tuxedo, with my black tie on, and try to find pineapple juice. I can't find pineapple juice. I got like mango pineapple or something. Like that. It's I behind all the bongs in that gas station. Yeah, well, the, the, the Middle Eastern guy behind the bulletproof glass looks me up and down. 
And he just he doesn't say anything. He just goes, <laughs> like, fuck you. You know, I went to a soiree, bite my dick. So 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 I leave, and, and I'm keeping an eye on the car the whole time. And the guy gets out. He's pumping the gas. So I go to get in. And, of course, just by habit and how you should always walk around a car, you should walk around the back, never the front. And, uh, and so I walk around the back, and he's standing there. He's leaning up against the car, and he's pumping the gas. And he's putting in a specific amount. He's not filling her up. He's just putting in a specific amount. And he doesn't budge, right, even though i got to get to the door. I said, I'll go around the other way. Sorry about that. And all I hear is, does this guy talk? Does he have a tongue? <laughs> and I walk around, and this is when I get a good look at him, right? Face-to-face, manny-man, mano-a-mano, right up there, eye-to-eye. And he's a big guy. Like, he is a, he's not like I worked out a lot big guy, but, like, I'm deformed, and I graduated from... Uh, Professor Xavier's uh, mutant school, like top of class. <laughs> like that's what he looked like. Like the guy that would just be able to grab me and kill me with one full swoop, you know, <laughs> and you're dead. See, I don't know about you, Brandon, but I'm picturing the guy from Men in Black, the sugar water guy. Oh, sugar oh water. Yeah. Vincent, Vincent D'Onofrio. Mm, yeah. Sugar water. <laughs> yeah, very good, very similar. Take him and mix him with Sling Blade and you have this guy. Absolutely. Very, very good. <laughs> and the old guy in all the Adam Sandler movies, you know, with the face, okay. you know, yeah, yeah. that mix all three of those together. And that's this guy. Yes. Very good. <laughs> that's hilarious. So, uh, I'm looking at him and I'm kind of staring at him and, and, and he was getting, he was getting ready to be done. Cause you could see him kind of trying to reach his $40 mark and the door, you know, obviously right next to the gas pump and stuff. So I'm kind of, we're very close. I'm wiggling it. And I was like, Oh, let me get around. Still doesn't talk to me or anything. And then, um, and then we I get in the car and they start it up and then we get to our house and kind of help her cause it's a little confusing. And then we finally get there and I'm like, Oh my God, my anxiety just was like, Whoa, I finally got there. And she's like, Hey, th- you guys are great. Thanks for, you know, thanks for riding with me and this and this and that. I was like, Oh, not a problem. I want you all to have a nice and safe night. And as I, we get out of the car, he rolls his window down and he goes, Hey y'all have a good night. Okay. <laughs> time you're freaking me out and you're the nicest guy in the world and you talk normal too but for 30 minutes you talk like a mutant and you scared the shit out of me and then you drop us off of the house and you roll your window down and you're like hey man have a good night see you later take care <laughs> what if that's just a thing they do they just like put on voices and just fuck with people in the ubers well played bonnie you sounded <laughs> fabulous just like the southern folk do <laughs> i don't know man but it was it was it was trippy it was it was not good i like I said, I have anxiety anyway when I get into Ubers because I don't like other people driving. But when they're weird as shit, man, it's just it makes it even more awkward. And I and, yeah. it, and again, my black cloud is I just get one or two, one, one one side or the other. I get the most unique and interesting people. I had a guy one time drive us to the airport, and he was a young black man, and he had a book in the drive uh, the passenger seat, and. Uh, I come to comes to find out his father wrote the book and his father. And then I Google his father after he told me his name and I forget his name now, but his father was like this world traveler, very intelligent man that was almost the right hand man to Ronald Reagan and also many other leaders around the world. 
And I forget the whole backstory, but it was absolutely so interesting. I didn't want to get out of the Uber. This guy's story about his family was just amazing. And, it, and, it's, and it's in this book. And again, I wish I would have knew what the book was, but uh, like I get that guy. You know, that's like one of the reasons why I like to get in Ubers more than lifts, actually, because you get to hear other people's stories and they're, and they're very interesting most of the time. And then you just miss sometimes and you get the hills have eyes and you feel like you're going to die. All right. So that's my black cloud for this week. Uh, again, this is our uh, free show on Wednesdays. So uh, thank you for listening. We do appreciate it. Thanks for visiting podcastthebs.com. I know we're getting some more eyes and ears on the show, uh, which there's a reason for that, which I'll talk about on Fridays, uh, the, the BS. But um, if you do want to subscribe to the rest of the shows, we just added a new episode on Tuesdays called The Top Three. Uh, and then, of course, we've got all kinds of different podcasts on the network, like Brandon and Def August have the Coolest Two podcast. Brandy and Lindsay have the only Brandy and Lindsay podcast, talking about their OnlyFans accounts. Hilarious. Uh, Nikki D and Maddie, I think that podcast, uh, Not Your Typical T, is great as well. So we've got so much, so much entertainment and content for you for just four ninety nine a month, and it's just an easy subscribe if you go to podcastthebs.com. Also on all of our social media, if you could subscribe to our YouTube page, that's free of charge. Like us, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, both the BS Facebook page, and you can join the group as well. Um, good group of people, great community that we've created. It's very, very cool. Uh, but all the details for our event on Friday, we started out the episode talking about podcast and pours. If you're in the Atlanta area, hope you can make it out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to meeting you, saying thank you for listening and supporting the, the cause, so to speak. Plenty of stuff to give out, and then beers and Nate and everybody. So it's going to be fun. Brandon's going to be there. Def August is going to be there. Brandy, Lindsay, Nikki D, Maddie, everybody's going to be there. My wife, my son, my kids, everybody. We're all going to be there. Right. Nate, you got anything before we get out? Don't talk to strangers or yeah. Uber drivers. Right. Or strange Uber drivers. There you go. Brandon. Don't get pineapple juice at strange gas stations. <laughs> That's the most <laughs> important thing. All right. Thanks for listening. Get off my lawn. It's old man Kevin, and the BS is done for right now. Please share, like, and support podcastthebs.com. It's better than radio. Now, get out of here. And Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast, always sponsored by our good buddy, Dr. David Markwell with Ridgeline Counseling. He's got his therapist ready to help you with any issues you have, whether... Uh, you're going to his three Georgia locations, so you might not even be in Georgia. That's fine. He can do it virtually. And uh, I've talked to Dr. Uh, Dr. David Markwell, and he's he's a helper. I'll tell you that right now. MarkwellTherapy.com. MarkwellTherapy.com. Son of a bitch. I just called to say you should subscribe to The Bailey Show, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Nobody is going to save you now. If you like what you hear, then get a full seven days a week plus of new content by subscribing podcastthebs.com. It's better than radio.